Well, hello and welcome. My name is DeCourcy Williams, and this is the Uplifting Words Podcast. And I want to thank each and every one of you guys for listening to the sound of my voice. I wish you all peace, love, and happiness on this Good Friday that I'm releasing this podcast. You know, Easter holiday coming up. The kids have a four-day weekend from school, so, you know, my son is extremely happy. And um, it's actually a pretty nice day, even though it's cold. It's sunny, but it's cold. But it's a beautiful day outside. You know why? Because I'm able to open my eyes and be alive and enjoy the day. So let me tell you something. HBO just released their um, new straight-to-streaming service movie, which was King Kong vs. Godzilla. And I did not realize how good of a movie that could be. And I'm not talking about good in the sense of like plot or character development or something like that. I'm talking about good old fashioned destruction. (laughs) A friend of mine used to call, he used to say something when talking about a fight. Uh, And he used to say something like rock 'em, sock 'em, robot, knock 'em, build 'em, block, knock 'em, blows. And that's what King Kong and Godzilla was delivering to each other. (laughs) It was just good old fashioned fight, destruction, and that iconic Godzilla laugh. I mean, not laugh, his roar. I don't know why I was thinking about laugh, but that roar, does anybody else have a more iconic roar than Godzilla? And I find myself watching a lot of monster movies, you know, um, uh, the, the, uh, the Titans, Revenge of the Titans, or uh, some about the Titans, even the old one, when it was released, the Kraken, and the newest one that came out. I looked forward to that part in the movie where we first see the monster, number one, to see what it looks like and how they how they decided to make him up. And number two, the roar. The roar of the monster is everything. So the one movie that was done through the lens of like a video camera, uh, was it Super 8? I can't remember. It was just about another monster movie they came out with back in the day, and it was like a monster terrorizing the city, and it was people, the, the perspective of the movie was somebody with a video camera walking around as this was happening. You know, the yell of the monster. Am I the only one that does that? I'm the one that really watches monster movies to hear the roar. And you know, Godzilla has the most iconic roar I have ever heard, but... I really like hearing monsters roar. Even the Tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park, he's got a an, a, an authentic kind of roar that he has. It's just like, I don't know if it's sound, the frequency, I don't know what it is, but I, I, I kind of like it. I really like it. I like monster roars. What can I say? But anyway, if you have a chance to check it out, HBO Max, King Kong versus Godzilla, or is it Godzilla versus King Kong? Either way, it was a great movie and it was just destruction. I loved it. It was beautiful. So, here we are talking about uh, the country opening back up. And uh, on another unfortunate note, we have had another freaking shooting on on Wednesday. There was, and I don't know the details about this one, but I do know that the suspect was taken into custody. But, uh, But he went to, I believe it was a place he used to work or he works there or whatever. He went to this place and he locked the gates from the inside so people couldn't get out and people couldn't get in and he commenced to shooting so here we are again the country's attempting to open back up and we have another 
mass shooting. And this time, like, a nine-year-old kid died. Like, what? I don't understand all of this, man. Like, this is just so far beyond me. Like, my prayers and sympathies goes out to the people and the families that were involved. Like I said, I don't have many details on this. I just heard about it happen Wednesday. Um, and I kind of, you know, recorded the podcast. Um, but I do want to say prayers go out to the family members of whoever all was affected by yet another tragedy. And, um, you know, it's just getting sad here that the, the mark of the country opening back up is another, we've had what, three shootings in a week, two weeks, and we're not even really fully back open. I mean, people are getting vaccinated and Biden's introduced his plan to get even more people vaccinated in his first hundred days. Um, he's releasing details about his $2 trillion infrastructure plan. Uh, and you know, funny, funny thing, there was this Republican Senator that went on Fox news and she was talking about his infrastructure plan. And the way that she described it was, she said, there's nothing in this bill about infrastructure. The bill is talking about pipes, working on buildings and uh, doing something with streets and re- like she really sounded really stupid, but that's literally what she said. She said this bill isn't about infrastructure; it's about pipes and it's about buildings and it's about fixing roads. Like nothing in there about infrastructure. It's like I guess she does not know what infrastructure entails. It's ridiculous. Um, so actually, by her definition, the infrastructure bill is targeting exactly what it is supposed to be targeting. Infrastructure is our roadways, some of our buildings, uh, plumbing, pipes, streets, fixing up the streets, fixing up our electrical grid. Like all of that is included in infrastructure and it is meant to push this country back in step with the rest of or some of the other countries that are miles ahead of us. I don't think people can appreciate just how far a few other countries are ahead of us in terms of infrastructure, in terms of uh, people having Internet everywhere, in terms of public transportation, things like that. All of that is infrastructure. And we've lagged behind for years. So. But anyway, people are getting vaccinated. I'm glad to hear people are actually getting the shot. I have actually also been actively pursuing getting the shot as quickly as I can. I can't wait to get vaccinated. Even though people are saying that with the second dose, I believe it's the um, the Moderna vaccine, the whatever one is two doses. I don't even know which one. I know I should not take the Johnson & Johnson one, so I don't think I'm going to take that one because there's a lot of mess on that in the news. Um, and people that I know that work in healthcare industry say that Johnson & Johnson is probably the one that I don't want to take. Uh, sorry if that uh, discourages anybody and infuriates people over at Johnson and Johnson, but I'm looking for the Moderna one or the, um, the Pfizer one. But I have heard that people taking the second dose experience some weird symptoms and, you know, I'm not going to go into whether, whether you should or should not take it. I'm just saying I am looking forward to it regardless of the symptoms I might get on the second dose. And I still encourage everybody to go out and get the vaccination, man. Like, let's get back to something of what we used to be. And the way to do that is to vaccinate. You know, people still need to you still need to wash your hands, still need to social distance, still need to wear masks. 
it is really disgusting that literally two days ago when I was at work and I'm in the bathroom using the bathroom and really crazy thing. When I go to a bathroom, no matter what I have to do, I look for the stall and I look for the, unfortunately, I hate to say, I look for the handicapped stall. I look for the big stall. I can't take the small one. So I'm in the stall using the restroom. And I, of course, I hear somebody come in. Somebody else comes in. He uses the bathroom and then just walks out. I mean, the water from the sink did not even turn on. I don't even think he turned around and looked at the bathroom. Like literally as soon as the, as soon as he stopped peeing, I heard the door open. And I'm like, wow, this dude didn't even look in the mirror at the sink or nothing. So he didn't wash his hands. And it's amazing how people are kind of getting back into that old habit of just going to the bathroom and not washing their hands. It's amazing to me. I don't understand it. I mean, even before the pandemic, I thought that was a disgusting habit. But we're still in pandemic mode. Like, we're not out of this yet. I know some people want to act like it's all over and people are going back to gathering and partying and doing some things that the CDC says is not a good idea. But we're not technically out of this yet. So... I still encourage everybody, let's let's stick to the guns. Let's get back to how it's supposed to be. Let's not have another summer this year like the summer that we had in 2020. Like, that's what we're trying to avoid. And, you know, people are I know people are tired, but if we would have just nipped this in the bud last year, we still wouldn't be going through this mess now. Like, that's I don't understand what people don't get about that. Like, if we would have just buckled down and did what we had to do and gotten through it in 2020, we wouldn't be dealing with it here in 2021. So, um, one thing I do notice that the financial markets really didn't blink. Like if you think about it, the entire year of 2020, the stock market, you know, the S and P 500 and the Dow, they were on the rise, even though people weren't working, unemployment levels were at its highest. It felt like people really weren't spending money because, you know, people were at home locked down or whatever, but the stock market still was rising. You know, it was like, what, what is really controlling this thing? And, you know, still the stock market is still going up. So I guess that means that the the consumer opinion is that uh, times are good, even though we're in the middle of a pandemic. So but everybody, I still encourage you get vaccinated as soon as you get the opportunity uh, where I live. It's still even though it's been it's opening up, it's still reserved for older people and people that work, you know, frontline workers, things like that. So uh, but like I said, Biden has promised to make it available to many, many more people here in the next coming weeks. So as soon as I'm able to, I'm getting the vaccine. I encourage everyone to also get vaccinated. Uh, so with that, I want to talk about something that. I've been told almost my entire life or saying that I've heard, and I'm pretty sure that you've heard it too. I want to talk about this whole fake it till you make it thing. So normally when I would hear that saying, it would always rub me the wrong way. And I'm pretty sure it's because of my, my little restricted view of seeing it. Like I was seeing it as, you know, people buying shoes and purses and, you know, getting the ride on first class uh, airline when you really couldn't afford it or, you know, buying those thousand dollars satanic shoes <laughs> that you probably shouldn't wear. But, you know, all the materialistic things that swirl around the whole fake it till you make it ideal is what I had in my mind. So that statement never really, really stuck with it, never really jived with, with how I wanted to live my life. But something has happened recently that has caused me to rethink that. And I'm going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and we're going to discuss what that is. 
And you know what? It has to do with Napoleon Hill and his book, Think and Grow Rich. So let me take a quick break and I'll be right back. Hey guys, DeCourcy Williams coming at you and I want to introduce you to my blog. I call it Corsi's Corner of Online Treasures, but you can find it by visiting www.9w6e.com. Uh, of course, I'll have it in the show notes description. If you can't click on the link, just make sure that you go check it out. I want to draw your attention to the tab that says Biohacking Supplements. You know, biohacking is the art of taking a supplement and forcing your body to work at its best. And I have a particular supplement that I really want you guys to experience. It's called Brain Reimagined by Velovita. It is an incredible uh, supplement that has me working at my best. It's healthy brain food, guys. So what that does is give you bursts of energy, improved mental focus, and incredible mental acuity. So go check out my blog today, and you can get some more information about how you can get your hands on some. All right, well, welcome back. Thank you very much for sticking with me. And in this episode, we're talking about the fake it until you make it. You know, that little saying that we've heard over and over again. And uh, for me personally, I don't know about you, but for me, I really, really never gave it much, uh, gave it much thought. It was something that I kind of dismissed because to me, it represented being flashy or showing off or, you know, something like that, even when you didn't have it. Um, but I've been reading, well, I've, I've read Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, and it was something, another article that I read that kind of gave me this idea. Uh, I was looking up about traits of being a man, a true man, and this is something totally for another podcast, but I've always been fascinated by what defines a real man. Um, and it was something that I've never really heard anything from, like, other dudes from other men. I always hear women saying what a real man is as defined by, you know, working with your hands or being muscular or, you know, jumping in front of the bullet for somebody else, you know, all kinds of things. So like I said, another podcast episode, I'm really looking into this whole, the definition of being a man type deal and, you know, why it always seems to be women that's making that distinction. But anyway, Talking about how powerful our minds are. So in the book, Think and Grow Rich, basically, if you tell yourself in your mind that you are rich, then you have to be rich. You are rich. And it's talking about rich in the sense of, you know, everything that you have, not just monetary value or not just not just things, materialistic things. You're rich in the fact that you're alive. You're rich in the fact that you may have family, you may have kids, you may have people that love and appreciate you and you get to talk to them every day. You get to open your eyes and see the sunrise. You can hear birds singing their song in the morning. In those aspects, we are all rich. But for the practical person, for for practical matters, When people hear the title Think and Grow Rich, I'm pretty sure most people think about actual riches, about money. And that's kind of what the book is about. But in order to find that thing, you need to be able to define what rich is. 
And just having another aspect on what riches are really opens your eyes to certain things. So if you know, if you've got, like I said, things before, you've got family, you can open your eyes and see. You can hear water crashing up against the beach. If you're able to walk steps and take a walk, like you're rich, not necessarily having materialistic things. So this whole idea came up about the conventional wisdom of what it means to be a man or being manly. And I'm not talking about like the toxic masculinity. Uh, I'm not talking about the cartoonish, hyper masculine sense. I'm talking about that sense of being a man, that confidence of moving from boyhood into mature masculinity. Now, this can be taken into any area of your life. It basically says, if you want to be that thing, then start acting like it. It's very simple, right? And I think that's one of the things that people dismiss. We've been told over and over again that, you know, you got to work hard. You're like no pain, no beauty or no pain, no glory or everything that you do. Like if it hurts, then that means it's working. All that type of thing. So we've been conditioned to think that everything has to be so damn hard. A lot of times it's these simple things that we overlook that'll actually give us the biggest gains. And we don't see that. So the thing about when there's something that you want to do, say you want to be a confident person. Instead of just thinking about it and meditating on it and praying about it, act like a confident person. Now, of course, there's more steps involved in that. There are people that there's some kind of example that you need to set for yourself. And you get that example from people around you, maybe celebrities, maybe somebody that you look up to, maybe a mentor. Um, but you need to have something, some kind of benchmark or something that you want to do or some way that you want to be and then just act like that. So when it comes back to the whole being like a man thing, uh, a lot of people think that in order to make a radical change in their life or in order to start something, you can't do it unless you like feel like it. Like I'll do it when I when I feel like I am that thing. And I think that's backwards. The whole idea about it is to just do it, act like it first, and you're going to stumble, you're going to fall, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to make a fool out of yourself, you're going to look silly. Yes, but do it anyway. And then you'll start to find that you just become that thing. You want to become more confident? Just act like a confident person, and eventually you will be confident. You'll be the type of person that other people will look up to and say, wow, I wish I had your confidence. If you want to be that awesome salesperson, you need to start going out and mingling, introducing yourself to people, making those phone calls to potential clients. Just do it. And don't act, don't think like it. Don't think about it. Don't meditate on it. Don't pray about it a whole bunch. Start just doing it. When you act like it, something in our brain kind of takes over and we just naturally become that. You know, it's kind of like training. It's kind of like the baseball player that hits 500 home runs in a baseball season. I don't even know if that's a thing. But uh, a reporter might ask that baseball player like, wow, how do you get so lucky hitting all those home runs? And the baseball player re responds with, yeah, every time I'm practicing in the batting cage or every time somebody's throwing me a pitch and I take a swing. Yeah, that that's lucky. That's my luck right there. It's like practice, repetition, consistency. So if you start to act like that certain thing, 
eventually you'll become it. And that's a really small, broken down version of what Think and Grow Rich is about. And that's something that was kind of that I've realized by tying that book together in this other article that I've read and, you know, my, my searching for like being a man. So I encourage everybody. You have that thing that you might want to become. You have that person that you might look up to and you want to emulate. You know what? Just start acting like it. Just start doing the things that they do. Now, it's going to take some changes. You might have to change your mindset. Oh, you're going to have to change your mindset. That's a given. But you might have to change some other things. You may need to change your job. You may need to change the circle of people that you hang around. You may need to... Uh, I don't know, something, change your clothing. You may need to change your physical appearance, you know, maybe a different hairstyle, maybe for guys, maybe a different, like maybe grow out your beard or mustache. I don't know. There's going to be some changes that you are going to have to make. Um, and I'll leave that to everybody to decide on their own because, you know, your journey is your own, just like my journey is mine and we are all different in our journeys. But I do want to encourage people, Go out and just start acting like the thing you want to become. And eventually you will become that thing. So, yeah, that's what I have. This episode, short and sweet as it may be, that's what's on my heart. And that's what I wanted to talk about. So thank you very much for checking it out this week. Uh, this is, like I said, on Good Friday. We have Easter weekend coming up. I want to wish everybody a happy Easter Um Hope everybody's allowing their kids to go out and participate in some sort of Easter egg hunt or, you know, I really like those, you know, those Cadbury eggs. I don't know if anybody else likes them. my wife thinks I'm crazy, but I love those things every time of year when those things come around. I mean, you know, the older I get, the less that I have to get, <laughs> but I have to get a couple of them every Easter holiday. I freaking love them. And something else, can you believe it's already April? It's already April of 2021. It's, I feel like this year is flying by. And nothing but blessings and praises, you know, just to be alive, man. Like I said, start your day off with gratitude. Your entire trajectory of your day will change if you just start off with gratitude. So that's what I have. Don't forget, follow me on my various forms of social media. Uh, like I said, I'm on TikTok, DeCourcy Williams. I'm on Instagram, Corsi the Wine Lover. You can find me on Facebook, DeCourcy Williams. And also my blog site. I like to call that Corsi's Corner of Online Treasures. But you can find it by visiting 9w6e.com. And that's where I have a collection of the things that I'm into. That's the wine, the, the, the brain food. I even talk about the goalie gummies. If y'all haven't had a chance, jump on them goalie gummies, y'all. They're, they're actually really good. I just got a shipment of the ashwagandha ones in. Um, for people that, you know, try to take the apple cider vinegar, that's what I use the regular goalie gummies for. But they also have an ashwagandha uh, version of the gummies. Those are good also. And I, you know, I like how they make you feel like all the supplements that I take has me on cloud nine most of the time. So yeah, visit my blog site. You can find out more about some of the stuff that I take. You know, guys, live your best life. If you can't live your best life, fake it until you make it. <laughs> so that's what I have for you guys. Have an incredible, incredible weekend. Oh, and don't forget, Stabler is returning to SVU. Haven't had a chance to see it yet. 
I'm looking so forward to seeing. This has been years in the making. I'm an avid Law and Order SVU watcher. And, um, you know, my life has just not been the same since Elliot Stabler left the show. Uh, played by Chris Maloney. Well, apparently he's coming back. He's having his own spinoff show, uh, Criminal Investigation, I think it is. Um, but that was a beloved character from years ago. Years ago. Law and Order SVU and they're bringing him back. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Maybe we'll talk about some more... Um, uh, you know how I look at uh, entertainment I watch TV and movies and I try to pull real-life lessons out of everything that I watch so come back next week next Friday I look forward to seeing you guys and I hope you have an incredible weekend thank you very much I will talk to you in the next one